Welcome to Holy Cow, a Cubs podcast. I'm your host, Sean Holland, and on this episode, our guest is Danielle Sowers, who is the new writer on Cubs Den. She's writing some recaps on there, and she's uh, pretty good. Uh, We talk about a lot of stuff in here. Um, The Cubs, the general state of the Cubs, uh, a lot about Ian Happ, and in the end, we talk about throwing at people for no reason. Uh, just a quick heads up, we did have some audio problems on this uh, podcast, so it gets a little choppy and there's some background noise in parts, but I think it's pretty good. Um, you can follow Danielle at D.H. Sowers, that's D-H-S-A-U-R-E-S on Twitter. You can follow me at S-T-H-85 on Twitter, and... Um, Let's get to Daniel. All right, so the Cubs are, you know, they were going a little bit rougher lately, you know. Not a great, you know, stretch, but they have won two in a row and split with the Brewers in a key series, and they uh, beat the Pirates last night. So so how do you feel about the Cubs? I feel pretty good still. Um, I still feel confident. I think we're definitely going to win the division, and I think I'll worry about the playoffs once we get there. So, Trying to stay yeah. positive. <laughs> That's a good way to good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, we just got some not great news today. Uh, Mike Montgomery's got a sore shoulder, so he's going on the DL. Yeah. So we are getting back into the Tyler Chatwood experience. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I, I, I can't say I feel good about it, but. Um, what are your thoughts? I guess we have to go with it, right? Yeah, I don't I don't feel great about it either. I want I desperately want to like Tyler Chatwood. And I, I mean I'm sure he's a, a nice guy. I don't mean it in that way, but I was just so I mean, all Cubs fans I think we were just very hopeful that he would be able to contribute and clearly he really hasn't been, unfortunately. Same thing with Darvish, you know, it's it's not his fault that he got injured. It's stuff happens, but I, yeah, I don't feel great about not having uh, Monty to lean on a little bit anymore. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah, well, I am, there's some good news. Uh, Hugh Darvish is supposed to go on a rehab start oh, yeah. on Sunday. Good. Is he going to Iowa or are they sending him down lower? They're going to south, he's going to South Bend. South Bend. Okay. Good. That's, um, that's definitely <laughs> Yeah. Um, so... Um, but the thinking is, is that you've got to make at least two or three rehab starts. But maybe with this um, Montgomery injury, maybe they'll move it along. That's the hope. Um, so now I guess another issue that we got to bring up is um, David Bodie mania. I know. Is it an issue? <laughs> no, it's not an issue, but it's something everybody's talking about. Um, so could we uh, talk about the greatness? Oh my god, I love. I mean, everybody. Who? What comes to mind? Doesn't like David Bodie right now. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there who doesn't, and they're probably on Twitter because there's always someone. But his stories have been so great. Um, I can't remember. I think it was like maybe two games ago. Kelly Cole was talking about how she interviewed his wife, and she wasn't the game where he hit the grand slam, but 
she saw it on TV and just, you know, went out on the balcony to hear everyone really cheering. Like, I just think that's so amazing. And I know he's, I mean, it's so much like joy and excitement. And that's why I love baseball. I think that's why a lot of us do. You know, there's so much other horrible crap going on in the world. It's like to see that guy work so hard, have that awesome moment and be able to celebrate with his teammates was so great. So I really, I mean, small sample size as, you know, as the <clears throat> time goes on that he's in the lineup, pitchers will figure it out. And you feel it both will have to adjust. But I, I think he shows a lot of promise. And I guess you're right. You know, it will be an issue once Bryant is healthy again, just kind of see where to, to fit him in there. But if there's one thing Joe can do, it's definitely juggle the lineup. <laughs> So I hope that he gets to uh, get some more playing time once Brian is back. Addison Russell has really struggled lately. Some people think they should limit his playing time. Do you have an opinion on that? Thank you. Um, all of uh, Russell's personal life issues aside, I just think that he's maybe not as, as good as everyone's kind of hoping he would be. Um, he definitely has talent, but I think maybe the expectation is a little bit higher than what he's actually got. We'll see when Brian comes back because – Obviously, he's got – he's taking some swings now, but no one knows when he's going to be, like, 100%. So it's probably not going to be an issue until that happens. No, I don't – I don't feel uh, totally negative about it, but I've taken some practice swings even without, you know, the ball just kind of, like, swing into air so, and risk further injury because that would just be devastating. But maybe he'll pull a Kyle yeah. Schwarber and he'll be ready for, you know, the real important games. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the hope that – He'll uh, recover in time for that, but yeah. we will see. All right, uh, now, okay, should we be worried about the Cardinals? They're kind of gaining steam. and I, I'm i not confident that they'll be able to stay competitive. I think they're kind of showing that they're kind of running out of steam, but the fact that the Cardinals are kind of right on their butts definitely doesn't make me happy. But I still think we'll be able to take them on, you know, and we'll still win the division. Yeah, that, that's the hope anyway. I mean... They've had to use so much energy to get back into the race that you're thinking maybe they'll run out of steam now that they've they've spent so much just to get this close. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, well, they have enough once they get there to you know keep, stay where they're at. So yeah, no, that's a very good point, and I, I totally agree with you. All right, so now um, this is a question I like to ask a lot of times: uh, How did you become a cup? Okay, so yeah, I actually, I live in New York, um, not the city, for anyone who's, probably most of the listeners are from the Chicago area. I know you're, you're actually not in Chicago either, right? No, I'm not. I'm in yeah. Montana, so. Yeah, so maybe we have similar stories. Um, I actually really didn't get too much into baseball as a whole until about high school. Um, we have a, a minor league AAA team here in my hometown, so I go to games when I was a kid with my dad, but I never just really got into it. Um, for some reason in high school, I just really decided, hey, I, I want to sit and I want to learn baseball, and that sort of kind of captured me. So at the time, um, I live in Rochester, New York, and we had the Rochester Veterans, and they were affiliated with the Minnesota Twins. I kind of started to follow the Twins, but I was like, you know, it's in Minnesota, that's kind of far away, and I kind of, I, I don't really care about this team. It was cool seeing, you know, their um, their prospects come up, or, you know, just see guys who played for the AAA team, and then, you know, they get promoted. That's always cool. But I never, the team never really, like, truly resonated with me. So I have some friends who are in Chicago, big, like, huge Cubs fans, and I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And I've always liked the city of Chicago, so I kind of just decided I'm going to be a Cubs fan now. Um, you know, so I don't have the lifelong, I've been a fan since, you know, 
19 whatever, which, you know, is always fascinating to me. And when people are like, oh, you're a Cubs fan? Well, for how long? It's like, why does that matter? But anyway, that's, that's, a, that's a sidebar. But um, yeah, so I kind of just stumbled into it. I just liked the city. So I kind of decided I liked that team too. And like I said, I had fr- friends who were diehard Cubs fans. So it was fun to share it with them. And I just kind of followed them ever since. Yeah, that's that's a good story, and mine's kind of mine's kind of more the whole family tradition thing. So it was kind of like you're like you get born, it's like oh yeah, you're a Cubs fan. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a choice. So yeah, it's funny. Um, my my brother and his wife they they just had a baby two months old now, so I made sure because her brother is a Yankees fan, which is you know like a sin to me. So I was like. I'm going to buy this baby a Cubs onesie and he's going to be a Cubs fan and he's going to love baseball whether he likes it or not. So. That's, that's a good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now you've started writing for Cubs Den. Yes. Doing recaps. Joys and hardships of writing recaps. Yeah. Um, sorry, the audio cut out on my end a little bit. So I, so I think I know what you asked, but if I stray off track, let me know. Um, obviously, the joys are what's the thing? really exciting happens or you get to you know describe as best as you can like an amazing hobby tag or the lows are when like my last recap was that seven to zero loss to the brewers where you you don't want to you know i try to stay as um, neutral as possible with the recaps even though i'm writing for cubs fans it's like i don't want to throw too much of my opinion in it it's like here's what happened unfortunately you know we couldn't get more than three hits but um overall i just I really like it. Um, I love writing for Cubs Den because I know it's, it's a really well-respected blog. So when um, I was asked to join your team, definitely excited. So I don't know. Did that answer the question? <laughs> I kind of ramble uh, sometimes. <laughs> no, I, that was pretty good. Yeah, sometimes I, I, try, I try to do that too, like stay a little more objective. Sometimes I do get a little like, if a game really gets on my nerves, yeah. people can probably <laughs> tell I'm annoyed by <laughs> So anyway, moving on. The next couple weeks are Cubs play a lot of games on the road, but uh, who are you? Like, a lot of players are slumping right now. I mean, Russell, we talked about Schwarber, um, Contreras, a a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, Javi's in in kind of a hole. Um, Who do you think's really going to – somebody's going to get hot pretty soon on the team. Who are you thinking that's going to be? Realistically, I think Javi, just because, I mean, is there anything that guy can't do? So <laughs> I'm sure he's just going to, I don't know, do his magic and just get get hot again. Um, but I would really, really like Ian Happ. I, for anyone who doesn't know me, doesn't follow me on Twitter, I love Happer. I just, I just really like the guy. I think he's got great potential. Um, I think he's a little underrated sometimes. And, yeah, he strikes out a lot. But I actually, you know, when I consider him, I also consider Javi, which, you know, like the pet, maybe like 2015, 2016, his strikeouts were insane. But as he, you know, played more seasons in the majors, he's been able to figure it out and, you know, like produce more. So I hope Hap gets to that level. Um, I was very happy that he was not traded, although if he was traded for DeGrom, I wasn't going to be mad about it. Um, So, yeah, realistically, Javi, hopefully Hap. Yeah, and you know, Hap does sometimes get um, more flack than he deserves because 
Like, he walks a lot. I mean, yeah, he's, his he's on base percentage is very good. He's definitely grown his eye at the plate. I've seen, yeah, I think that's a huge improvement. I think it's just because he's so, like, you know, we love Javi, we love Willie, Wilson Contreras, because they're, like, just so demonstrative and like, so exciting. They just have that, like, exciting presence. And I know Hap's just a little bit more, like, kind of, I don't know, bland isn't the right word. Like, I don't mean that to be mean, but... He doesn't, you know, show as much emotion, so maybe that's why people kind of just, like, don't think about him. Speaking of outfielders, I uh, just wrote an article about Albert Almora. made the suggestion that maybe he shouldn't play as much against tough right-handed hitters and maybe Hap should play in those roles. And, man, the people are not happy. Really? They love Almora. Yes. Love Almora. Yeah. Well, I mean, I prior to uh, joining Cubs, then I wrote for Lockdown Cubs, which um, they they phased out the writing end, but they that site still exists. exists so definitely check that out. But um, I wrote about Elmora too because he was showing you know some improvement against hitting against righties. But you know, I mean, perhaps a switch hitter, and I believe he has more home runs than the right. But I could totally do anything. But yeah, Al- Almora is definitely a fan favorite, and and with reason. Like he's he's definitely a, a very talented, but people really love Al- Almora Jr. Yes, a lot. And like, I think I can't remember either. Perhaps like I don't know the exact breakdown of that either. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I, sh- I should be more prepared, but I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a line Conan always used to stay in the show. We don't prepare for our show, and we yeah. think it show. Yeah. I don't prepare for the show, and I think it shows. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Hey, look, if people want to know, they can Google it themselves. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, and we're I think, just saying Hap's oh, good. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, and I think they're both uh, Elmore and Hap are pretty comparable defensively. I mean, neither of them, I think, are superstars in the outfield. Neither of them are ever going to compare to Hayward, of course. But um, mm-hmm. they've both definitely improved. Yeah, and Elmore is like a great like instinctually he's great but so i'm not not he's a very above average but without the speed he'll never be like like a hayward or like a trout yeah it, for it's sure. just it's i'm not saying that as a knock on him it's just the way it is yeah no totally you know people's limits are are what they are so. he gets like a hundred percent of what he's got yeah sorry i missed the, the first half of that so i don't know if you were talking i'm assuming you were still talking about Elmore. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on with my connection, but <laughs> I'm just afraid I'm going to get so many mean tweets now. People are going to be like, what? You don't like Elmora? I love Elmora, guys. I'm just yes. talking about him objectively. <laughs> yes. I, I, I also like to add, I am being object. We're, we're not, we love yeah. Elmora. <laughs> we are not. You're not anti-Elmora. Anti-Elmora. <laughs> yes. I know he and his wife do a lot of work with rescue dogs too. And I think that's awesome. So yes, yeah, though, he's, <laughs> yes. El, Elmora is great. Um, and now, one thing that has been a nice surprise um, is, you know, I thought he might be good, but if he gets lit up tonight, then you can blame me. But <laughs> Cole Hamels has been a very nice surprise so far, I think. Absolutely. I totally agree. I, I've seen some people on Twitter, Rangers fans presumably, who are like, um, why didn't he pitch like that when he was with us? But you see it all the time. Sometimes these guys just need a different organizational environment, a change of scenery, and... I, I hope that, like you said, that he continues to play the way he's been playing because that's what we needed right now, for sure. Chatwood's been like, all year people have been saying, maybe he's due for one really good start. So, Mike, maybe this will be it. <laughs> yeah, finally. 
You never know. It's got to happen sometime. Hey. Yeah, I think with him, I mean, I, I got to be honest, I didn't know much about, I don't know anything about him other than that he pitched for the Rockies, which, hey, if he can pitch for the force field, I'm sure I might ignore about any team that's not the president. If he can pitch there, I know that, you know, the home run rate there is ridiculous. It's definitely hit his park. Like, you can pitch in it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Me and all my managerial advice. Hey, Tyler Taylor, just figure it out. Yeah. I know. Go out there, go get him. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, maybe it's time to the bullpen. Hopefully. Yeah. I guess the Cubs don't really have a choice at this point, so. Yeah, exactly. So we could sit here and say what ifs forever, but it is what it is. Great. Yeah, they go out there. This thing with the Braves and the Marlins the other night, where, you know, this yeah. Acuna had been on like a tear hitting home runs and he got hit on purpose. I mean, what kind of garbage is that? I think it's so gross. I, I just hate this whole old school. Oh, you got to respect the pitcher being him. It's like, you know, that's, it's messed up. I, he didn't even do anything wrong. He's been playing really well. I think, I think it was Kelly Wallace. Uh, she either tweeted herself or retweeted um, someone who's like, hey, if you're a pitcher and you're mad that a guy's hitting well against you, pitch better. It, it, it's just, it is completely boggles my mind that anyone would think, oh man, this guy disrespected me by doing his job well, so let me drill a 90 plus mile per hour pitch in him. It's, it's just crazy, and I think it's so gross. And I'm glad. Yeah. I think most of baseball fans have, have come around to that uh, point of view as well, because it, it's just there's really no no place in the game for that kind of behavior anymore. Especially when the guy literally did nothing wrong. Maybe if he's like, not. I mean, I I, I don't think it's ever acceptable to throw at a, a hitter, but um, you know, it, I understand it a little bit more if the guy's chirping at you. There's some bad blood. Maybe I don't know. He did something crazy to you last time, but it's like, nah, he just playing baseball really well maybe you should just pitch better if you don't want to get nuts off of you it's like you if you worked in an office and someone promoted over you so you <laughs> punch them for showing them up and it's like give me a break well anyway i'd like to thank you for coming on my podcast daniel but no i it thank happens. you for having me on i really appreciate it, it yeah of course well that's all the time we have for this week's episode We should have another one pretty soon. Uh, Just a reminder, if you do have a question for the podcast, um, you can send me an email at holycowpod on Gmail. So holycowpod at Gmail is the uh, address to send me emails. Uh, You can subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. So, I mean, if you subscribe on iTunes, just look, search for holycowpod. It should be on on iTunes. And if you leave me a rating, I'll know what I need to improve and if you like the show or not. So with that, thank you for listening.